Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here, to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, and do we have a big show today? International DJ and all-round legend Will Sparks is coming in to join me for a chat about gym life, DJ life, and what it's like to travel and still stay on track with your health and fitness goals. Plus, we also have a very interesting question of the week, so make sure you stick around for that at the end of the show. But for now, let's get stuck into the interview with Will. All right, Will, firstly, mate, thanks heaps for coming in and joining us on the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks a lot, man. It's good to be here finally we've met up so many times see it up for a while so it's good to to finally get it done and um for those that are listening i'm sure will needs no introduction but um today we're basically going to be doing something a little bit different for will we're going to be talking about training um and not as much about music which is probably something you're not used to bloody good i'd love that which is good so i know i've had mate if i could uh i don't have enough fingers to count the amount of times i've had people ask me to do a podcast with you about training so um, I think you're gonna know the secrets now, guys. <laughs> secrets to it's just those <laughs> um, So we'll get stuck straight into it, man. So, first question I wanted to ask you is, what age did you start training, and why did you start training? Well, um, I was on and off training when I was around 15, 16. You know, in high school, and uh, wasn't that dedicated. Didn't get the same feelings as what I'd get now. Um, when I train, and I wasn't confident. Obviously, a bit smaller in the I was going to this heavy bodybuilder gym called, um, I, f- I forgot, it's, it was in Campbell, Body World. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Body and World. Just yeah. a, you know, heavy-headed mecca, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, on and off. But then when I got to about 18, I wasn't training at all when I'd left school and started making music and DJing. I was just drinking, partying. And um, then my uh, I had a girlfriend and she actually broke up with me. Yeah. And after that, I was like, fuck this I'm getting mint and um, games, that yeah. was my that was my kind of inspiration and motive yeah and that's it's funny you say me. that because like you ask a lot of people even people that are already in, in the fitness industry now why they started training and it's and a lot of the time it isn't because of they just loved weights it's because of some, blowing off steam some other factor that's kind of an external wanting to prove something to come in there yeah. yeah that's it so it was when I was about 19 20 so I've been training about five years now yeah, awesome. Yeah. And when you first started, what was your training like? Like, was it a typical bro split like you see a lot of people do now? Or was what did you do when you went in there? Did you have much of an idea of what you were doing? No or? idea. Didn't train legs for two years. I'll put that out there. Trying to skip no, leg, skip, skip leg, leg day for years. about a year and a half, I reckon. Yeah. And then, um, no, I did all upper body every set, every day. So I did shoulders, buys, tries. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I was just going, I'll go that machine now. I'll try that one. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any sort of direction at all until I started training with my tour manager okay. when I was about 20, 21. Yeah. And um, he actually was the first one to get me to start squatting and using my lower body to because that, that just shaped me after that. Mm. He goes, your whole core, your everything is going to get so much better. Yeah. So I've been training my lower body for about three, year, three or four years now. Yeah, cool. So it's fuck, the amount of people that... 
that I work with or whatever that haven't done much legs before, then when we start training legs, are just amazed at how much their upper body grows as well. Oh, and how much it changes their physique is, is unbelievable, Dude, isn't that, it? So, oh, it just, yeah, it gets all those extra hormones going, I yeah. think, yeah. And for anyone that's listening or watching at the moment that doesn't train legs, then you are missing out. Not Definitely. Only on, not only on lower body gains, but upper body gains that's as well. It. That's it, that's it. And that's what makes leg day worth it and all that pain and suffering. I reckon I was spewing after every leg day my first year of doing yeah. it. And now three or four years on, I'm like loving it. So there is a bit of gold at the end of the pot. Yeah. Or whatever you call in the it. Pot. <laughs> in the pot. In the rainbow. At the end of the rainbow. <laughs> Not much of a rainbow though. Um, all right. So obviously you travel a shitload. Your, your schedule's pretty bloody hectic mm. all over the world and Australia and whatnot. So how do you fit it all in? Because an excuse that comes up a lot with my clients and, and just people that you talk to in general is... You know, too busy, tired. Yeah, too tired, not enough time, busy schedule. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you have a ridiculously busy schedule, especially when you're overseas because yeah. people that follow you on social media and whatnot would have a look at your stories or whatever and you're on one flight, then on the next flight and you're just all over the place. So how do you fit it in? Well, an even harder part about my job is I don't have a gym anywhere I go. So mm-hmm. I have to find and source the gym wherever yeah. I go. Every destination, it'll be a different country sometimes every day. Yeah. And um, that's like the hardest part. Time is not the hardest part because I've got this... So, usually I'll finish a show at what, 2 in the morning, I get home, I try to get to sleep by around 3, 4, wake up around 8 or 9, this is Europe, right? Because you have to get... You have to take at least three flights to get anywhere in Europe. So, I'd have to get up at about 8 or 9, I'd go try and have breakfast before the flight, go straight there. We usually get in around 7 or 8 at night. Yeah, and that gives me a three or four hour window to train before I play again. Yeah, so I try to get my sleep on the planes while during the day. Okay, yeah. but sometimes I don't. Sleeping on plane sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, and so I've just got a no excuse thing where you know, minute you get to the hotel, don't hit the bed, get straight into the gym at the hotel. If not one that's nearby but mm. these days I actually try and source hotels with good gyms yeah because we actually book it ourselves. they yeah. don't book it for us yeah um, so that's how I do it and you know food is another big factor that I struggle with but you know as long as you, you're fueling your body then I just see it as you know just train it off yeah it's, it's amazing how many people come up with excuses as to you know, they're in another country, so for some reason that means that they they can't don't train in the gym or they don't train or they don't or eat. They right. shouldn't train. They just drink every night. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, Mitch is all in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, fingers, fingers but I don't know about you, but even sometimes if I'm travelling or even literally just here some days, if I if I'm flat out and I've got fuck all time, then sometimes I'll just even if I get in for twenty minutes, get a couple of lifts done, Mate, leave with my heart rate up, and automatically you just feel so much better. So much better mentally, yeah. physically, and you know at least. You, this is one thing someone said to me once. doesn't matter how shit you feel before going to the gym. You're 100% going to feel better than what you did when, before you went in there. Oh, yeah, sure. You know? Yeah, so, exactly. it doesn't matter. As long as you do something There's to... no such thing as a... Uh, no one ever regretted going to the gym. No. No, that's it. So, um, but yeah, it, I find the time... There's always time. Wake up an hour earlier, you know? Yeah. If you've got this nine-to-five job. If you get home at, what, I don't know... I just I just feel like an hour a day is nothing. Even some DJs have spoken to me about it and said, mm. you know, fuck, you know, fuck that. I want I need my sleep. You know, how do you do it if you're gonna be up all night again? I'm just like, just sleep on the planes, man. Like, yeah. 
just knock the head back. If you're serious about it, you always find a way. Exactly right. And that's right. something that I'm a massive believer in is if you actually have a goal that you're yeah. honestly serious about, yeah. then you'll find a way to do it. You'll make it a priority. That's it. And another thing someone said to me, which is so stupid, he goes, man, you know, I don't go to the gym because in that hour that I was going to go to the gym, I could have made a hit in the studio. <laughs> I was like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> So, um, anyway, yeah, it's just different different worlds, different people. Yeah, that's awesome. If you, want it, if you want it, you'll do it. Exactly right. If it was easy... Every cunt would be doing it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, man, so you touched on it then, but um, obviously the physical side of training is obvious, but mentally it's a big thing and um, something that I talk about a bit on the podcast here is mental health and we were chatting about it the other day after... Um, I mean, I did the... Yeah, after Avicii and also... Um, after I mentioned, after I mentioned, I did a podcast with Nick. Yes. Who I did it with last week. So, how do you how do you find the training actually affects you mentally as well? Like, do you feel like you're in a good headspace after you train? Um, do you feel like you're in a shit headspace if you don't train, type of thing? Oh yeah. Mm. So that part, yes, I feel like I'm in a really shit headspace if I don't train. That's why all my my team and everything make sure I get a gym mm. right <laughs> everywhere I go. Yeah. They like has to have a gym because I I'll just get upset and down and but. Honestly, I think that training for me on tour has um, saved me mm-hmm. for my job because I would have hit rock bottom. Because yeah. it's such a lonely job, you know. Um, yeah, it's something that gives you that endorphin release you need in yourself. Um, because yeah, it can get really dark on tour. And as he said, like with Avicii, he had a really dark time on tour. He didn't really train, I don't think. And you know, maybe it was something he could have done to save himself. I don't know. Yeah. But he was partying a lot, I think. And we don't know exactly what happened with him. And I didn't know him personally. So I can't okay. really judge. But um, who knows? But I think that it really does save your mental health if you're doing what I do. Or even if you're doing another job that's similar to mine that just, you know, exhausts you. Yeah. So, yeah, mental health, absolutely. I totally agree. It helps it. Yeah, sure. And you, I guess you pretty much touched on it then but do you reckon the the training side of things and being into your health and fitness and obviously taking care of your body has affected your DJing in any way or have you ever found I don't know have you even ever found like motivation to make a song because you've been feeling so good after a session or something like that because I know when I leave the gym especially if it's later in the day and I get home I'm just fucking you just want to accomplish shit. shit I feel yeah. motivated to, to work and, and put in some time to the stuff I'm trying to achieve so dude you hit it on the on the head you know like I get so much more I don't know cre- creative in a sense I I feel more productive so I do more productive things and want to create if I'm just slouching around and you know say I just hung over all the time yeah I'd be unmotivated so it does motivate me to for my craft yeah yeah now the people that are the people in the world that are the best at what they do that are up there like the top of their game a re- very recurring theme is the fact that the time they spend with certain people or the, the people that they spend time with they value the most so do you try and surround yourself with people that are going to motivate you and that are trying to achieve big things as well to, to have that rub off on you and completely man it's the energy around you I, I believe in the energy of someone else rubs off on your energy it's something that we can't explain scientifically you know you yeah. can just feel it between human connections yeah and i've had to um live and learn about those things with people that i've worked with you know how if they um were you know um what, what am i trying to say if if they 
help me or if they they're brought, detrimental or whether they exactly. bring it up yeah so and I found a, finally I, all I wanted to do was travel with a mate yeah and um yeah, my other tour managers, they were... Because you only ever travel with one person, really, or two, if it's okay. a photographer and a yeah. tour manager. I tried to make them my friend, and they are really good friends of mine, but some some things made us clash. Okay. Um, just little things, and it, it rubbed off the wrong way, and so we moved on. Yeah. And But now I've got, like, my best mate who's touring with me 24-7, and we even hang out when we're not touring or yeah. working. Yeah. So that's just clocked it for me and it took me a few years to find that but I totally agree yeah surround yourself with the ones that you know push you and um, make you want to be successful mm. like Mitch yeah. I surround myself with Mitch and all he wants to do is clock life and smash it and be healthy and you know you just just depends yeah awesome so the amount uh, you obviously love the fitness industry and you love training and, and it's a big passion of yours along with music obviously yeah. um, is there anyone in the fitness industry that you kind of look up to or people that when you started training you're just like oh fuck like really admire his physique or, yeah. or people that you even watch now I don't know if you if you watch people now and well yeah I mean now that stories and stuff have come about you get to know someone's personality mm. so it's a big difference between wanting to look like them and actually liking them yeah yeah so yeah I did really like uh, Ross Dickerson's rig when I first started I yeah. was like that's the ultimate yeah you know you want to look like that it wasn't it still isn't all um, you know a- aesthetically is that the word aesthetically I don't yeah I don't really care about how I look it's more about yeah. how I feel yeah especially after the gym or um, you know during you know the pump like yeah. what Arnie says yeah, yeah that's what I live for and that's what that's why I do it but yeah, he was one I was like, yeah, that looks sick. But I used to starve myself, Danny. Like, yeah. I used to eat nothing. On tour, I'd be eating Caesar salads from airports. No rice, only brown, you know? Yeah. I didn't know. Mm. No butter, no fats. I wouldn't eat avocados. And, like, I was just depleting my body. And I looked gaunt. I looked like I was fasting yeah. like, and not eating. Yeah. And then it I makes worked it out. Extremely hard to recover and yes, size. Yes, exactly and get, right. Get bigger in the gym, yeah. And then I realized that you have to eat to get big and you have to eat to fuel and have give yourself energy and you know and it depends what kind of body type you have but I'm naturally very skinny and easily burned fat I sweat hard yeah so I have to eat so much and I started eating and I finally started seeing actual changes and actual weight gain I, yeah. I used to be 82 three years in a row 82 but I gained muscle mm-hmm. lean as fuck and yeah. then I went fuck I'm gonna eat and now I'm like 87 88 feel good feel good yeah. and just yeah. love it you know yeah. And yeah I used to worry about losing my abs yeah and it's just that you're always going to have them yeah it's just that knowledge isn't it like exactly it's getting the information from the right places it's mm-hmm. implementing it and for someone that's been eating I guess like you said before like you were eating not that much and then to go from that to eating a heap like it can be hard mentally like a lot of people that I talk yeah. to with nutrition it's not as easy as saying Oh, you're doing the wrong thing. The guilt. This. It's it takes a long time to, yeah, to build that up. You get but, really guilty. Yeah, and it, but it's you know it could be as simple as someone listening to this and, and hearing that you're mm. in the same position that they were in, and then and then realizing that they seriously yeah. That could if be you're good. skinny and you want to put on size but want to keep your abs, don't worry about it. You're still gonna have your abs. Yeah. Just eat and just train hard, and you're just gonna gain size, and yeah. you'll start getting abs looking like 300. Yeah. You know, just yeah. bulky abs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
and there's a lot more to health and fitness and training than just abs as well which I learned early on I used to be the same like all Everyone I wanted was abs, abs and I really could not give a shit about no me either now I'd rather really big arms 100% um, so what's your training like now I obviously know but the people that are listening uh, may not know what you're training and, and also your nutrition like now. Let's say while you're in Australia when you've got kind of a, a bit more of a structured routine. Yeah, well, when I've got a day off like during the week, um, I'll try and have four meals. Yep. All carved up, you know, a yep. lot of protein. Always trying out in my greens. I don't measure anything, um, but I try to eat good carbs and uh, good lean proteins, obviously. Yep. Obviously, you're not going to just go smash fried chicken every day. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes I do. Yeah. yeah. I'll have a yeah. bloody fried chicken burger and love it. Yeah. Straight after legs. <laughs> I might have three burgers, you know? Like, <laughs> fuck it. And um, so that's my routine during the week. When I'm uh, traveling during the weekend on, in Australia, it's kind of similar. You just keep eating everywhere you go. You go to the airport, eat, go home, hotel, eat. Yeah. You know, even after the show, eat because I exert a lot of energy. Exactly right. And uh, I don't want to lose any any sauce. But uh, <laughs> after that, here comes training. Yeah. And um, the way I'm training at the moment, obviously, you know, DK has just, you know, taught me so much uh, with form. And it's incredible what you've done with my, I don't know, training. And um, I, I guess I just do, I try and change it up. You always got to change it up, not sticking to the same plan every time. I walk into a gym and I don't know what I'm going to do. When I'm not with you, yeah. But yeah. when I'm with you, I it pushes me to that next level. I think yeah. I'm pushing myself, but then I go on DK's fucking map, and he just pushes me to the next level. And I actually have DOMS the next day. Yeah. I don't really get DOMS when I train by myself. But yeah. I still go hard. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good Rambling stuff. on. So, but, um, what's what's your favorite muscle group to train? Oh, it'd have to be chest and back. I love back and chest. Yeah, chest together. and back, back and chest and traps and tries <laughs> everything. Yeah, favorites. Uh, let's go favorite meal. So, favorite meal eating well and favorite meal. Let's say when you when you're hungover, favorite, or you've had a big gig, yeah. you just want to smash some calories. Okay, uh, favorite meal eating well will probably be teriyaki salmon. Yeah, he just took it out. I actually had it today. Teriyaki salmon with white rice and veggies. Yeah. Yeah, and what's what about a shit meal? Let's just let's just put it out there. Burger, burger, my friends. Surrey Hills, hit it up. It's fucking unreal. I get the biggest thing there. It's called the Bird Beast. Two times Wagyu patties, two times fried chicken patties on a brioche bun, heaps of lettuce, cheese, whatever, and then I get an extra side of a um, what is it? A chicken Canterbury. So it's a chi- fried chicken burger, coleslaw, all the sauces, chips, coke. See you later. Shit the bed. <laughs> And, um, yeah, see you in a few weeks because I will be napping. <laughs> He's done it before. He knows, knows the menu off by heart. That's great. Right. Oh, they know That's me fantastic. too well there. Uh, a couple of questions before before we wrap things up, man. Yeah. Um, a question I ask most people that come on the show is, do you have any daily or morning rituals? Uh, well, I was meditating there for a bit. If I wake up early yeah. for the sunrise, that's uh, always a great way to start the day. It's not really a ritual, though. It's a good thing to do. Uh I don't know, I'd get up and I'd check my emails, I'd eat breakfast, yeah. oats. Uh, but usually when I wake up, man, I have to just go. Just so get stuck into it straight away. When I'm like, go, like leave, go to another city, yeah. you know, when I'm on tour. So, but yeah, when I'm at home, it's usually just brekkie and uh, try to start the day in a positive way. 
Awesome, man. All right, and then lastly, any tips or advice for people that are traveling and want to stay on health with their with their goals or even improve? Because I really think there's no reason why you can't continue to improve when you travel. 100%. I improved while traveling. Um, so what I've learned is find hotels with good gyms and not just the word gym. That's it's not going to be a gym. It's going to be a treadmill and a two kilo weight. And an exercise ball. And an exercise ball, of course. They all have exercise balls. Yeah, I know. I don't yeah. know why. I never use them. No. Um, but yeah, so that's one aspect. Another thing, I guess that's it really because I've, don't worry, I've paid 40 euros for a gym session a lot of times. So, yeah. but if you don't want to do that, just suss your hotel out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's probably it on, um, when you're on the road and, uh, maybe pack some tuna and rice. Yeah. Almonds. Have, have protein handy. Yeah. yeah. So on the flight, I'll always be snacking on almonds, tuna, rice. Oh, not rice. Maybe like the pre cooked ones. Yeah. Um, I get, what else do I get? Just protein bars and shakes. I've got cornflakes on my rider. It's a good little carb. Yeah, nice. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Anyway, it works. And yeah, just, just get the protein in. Nuts and yeah, fruit. Fruit's good. Get your sugar levels, keep your sugar levels up while you're on the flight and drink. So much water, it nearly makes you feel sick. Yeah. That's that's I, the last thing. Full yeah. stop. I drink so much water. It's underrated how much it should be. Five litres at yeah. least. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love it. I will really do appreciate you coming on the show, man. And um, I'll make sure I put all your socials and all that in the um, in the show notes. Perfect. Guys, make sure if you haven't already, which I'm sure you have, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, download Will's music, check it all out. Any feedback on the show, be sure to let me know and I'll pass it on to Will. Thanks, Danny. Um, thanks for coming on, brother. Thanks, Guys, brother. make sure you stick around for this week's social media question of the week. How good was that, guys? I've been wanting to have Will on for a long time now, and I know a lot of you have as well. So I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Now it's time for this week's social media question of the week, and that question is, how do you reduce your visceral fat? Now, firstly, what is visceral fat in the simplest way possible, it's the fat that surrounds your organs. So it's not necessarily the fat that you can see if you're visually looking at someone. You wouldn't go, oh, this person has a lot of visceral fat. Although it is extremely dangerous and we don't want to be having a high level or a high amount of visceral fat. So what are the best ways to get rid of it? The first thing is to reduce your calorie intake to make sure that you're in a slight calorie deficit. So the chances are that you need to lose a few kilos or a few pounds if you're listening to this in America. And the best way to do that is to eat in a slight calorie deficit anywhere between 200 and 500 calories below your maintenance intake. The second thing is to reduce your alcohol consumption. Alcohol, a lot of the time, can be a huge factor in the reason behind having a large amount of visceral fat. So reducing your consumption is obviously going to help. And then thirdly, is to do some high-intensity interval training. And I mean really high-intensity uh, interval training where you're getting your heart rate up as high as possible, letting your heart rate drop back down, and then repeating which in my opinion is one of the best ways to reduce body fat percentage and also increase your anaerobic and aerobic capacity. So there you go guys, that's three ways to reduce your visceral fat, give those a try and as always if you've taken some value from today's episode, I would absolutely love it if you could take a screenshot of this episode today and post it on your social media within the next 30 minutes, so whether that be Instagram stories and Instagram post. Snapchat or posting the link to your Facebook, even just chatting about it amongst your work colleagues or your friends, that would be awesome. Uh, I would really appreciate that. So if you haven't hit that subscribe button, please do and make sure you leave a review and rate the podcast as well. I look forward to chatting to you in next week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast.